When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> you know, uh, I heard it earlier. Yeah. You were pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> You're pretty quick to make that call. I'm not saying that it's the wrong call. I'm not saying that it's the right call. I, I'm still processing the, 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 proposi- the proposal, but uh, you, you. There were promos clearly- yesterday running <laughs> that were demolishing Greg. Uh-huh. And then Mason and Ireland came on for a super crosstalk. As you know, it starts around 12.55, goes to one twelve. One twelve. I almost texted you yesterday, but I wanted to keep up my streak of not of texting, not texting. You, you, gave up, you gave So up. I did. My favorite <laughs> is the only communication you had was a thumbs up on somebody else's text that I happened to be yeah, in. Yeah, it, it was a question about the show. That's like, great. What, what about, the, it was about Lonnie Walker. Do you yeah, yeah. Tell me? Yep. And I said, you know, thumbs up. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and Berg was getting, and then Super Crosstalk started, uh-huh. and the whole beginning was basically Berg. Uh, it almost sounded like losing his producing job. So I came in as a active citizen to save somebody. <laughs> I do believe Emily has; she's on a yacht with multiple <laughs> options yeah, of survival. And I feel like Berg was getting thrown you know, off the side of the ship, and people were like, "No, nah, we won't stop." <laughs> But, but it's Burke. Hey, we got to get to we got to get to the port a, li- a little more quickly. We can still we get to the port in ten see- minutes. I don't want to lose my yeah, ten minutes. We, we can't we can't risk it. And she's like sunbathing on the you, uh, in the yacht. You you are right about something that your default setting, which makes you a good citizen, is that you want to you want to help. You want to be nice. You want you you are caring for the wounded duckling. You want to make sure that you know, that look at that duckling. It's got a little. John's uh, like we don't want him. I'm like John. It's Greg. But it's sometimes Berg. you just got to, you know, put something. I got This is not my story. It's my buddy Greg's story, but it, it's apropos here. So he was took his uh, son to play golf one day uh, when his kid was, I don't know, 10 or 12. They went to a little pitch and putt place, right? Like just a goof around kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they're playing with this guy and his wife. And they're having a good time. And they come up on one of the holes. And there's this duck that also has some baby ducklings with it. And yep. one of the ducklings is injured. It's hopping around. It's not going to make it, right? So this guy, and Taylor, as a farm person, you may appreciate this. You probably see what's coming. This man walks over and picks up the duck. Pop. End of the duck. Just put it out of its misery rather than the thing. And the 12-year-old with his dad goes, that was traumatizing. (laughs) So I'm just saying that you are the guy that du- that would let the- you bring the duck. You build him a little splint. You'd yep. make sure that it was okay. 100%. And- because that was traumatizing, <laughs> the story that you told me, and I'm but, not 12. But, 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 yeah, no, it would be deeply, deep, deeply traumatizing. But some people, like that yeah. guy, yeah. and, you know, briefly, you know, maybe someone just said, yeah, let's just make the trade. It's fine. Pop. You know what just I would pop, do? Pop that little duck head off put, and keep it moving. I'd put that duck in a retirement center. <laughs> I'd have them all set up. It's but it cost me sixty bucks a month. But now it's on a ventilator and it's not doing very well. Its quality of life is very low. Sometimes you just have to make a hard decision. Damn! Don't put me on your DNR list, Lee. I'll do that. You doesn't look good. But 
He's it. literally sleeping. Pull, pull, hey, he looks, he looks, that's not a restful sleep. He's been taking a nap for an hour. Pull the plug on him. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You mentioned it. I've, I've seen I've seen Mace tweeted a couple of times. Uh, the Culture Pop podcast. How'd it go? It's actually really cool to do. So um, we did this. We had the Mandy's on a Friday. We did it on a Sunday. Um, really cool. Like, honestly, it was, and um, Mace, you need me to prepare for it? No, don't prepare for anything. Just come in. We'll do this thing blind. Did it on Sunday morning, something along those lines. It was uh, it was actually in a weird way. I feel like I know Mace a lot more, even though he was asking me all the questions. Because I think there was some curiosity of some background. Okay, wait, wait who the hell are you? Where, where'd you? It's good. It's good. It's where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where are your parents from? Yeah. Why'd your parents come here? So you grew up in Elkhorn. You did this. You did that. How'd you get into the business, the industry, all that stuff? So if you have some interest in it, he did. I retweeted it. Um, and it was, uh, it was actually, it was in a, in a weird way, a great way for me to also kind of connect well, with Mace a little bit. I'm going to have to go listen to it because apparently you'll tell things to Mason that you've never said to me. Like I, I, I try to peel the onion every single day and I get nowhere. I get, you, you, you quickly deflect and start talking about Magic Johnson in the 92 All-Star game or whatever it might be. It's like, I, I'm, I'm constantly trying to, you know, I'm going to throw this one out there, see what I can get from out. Yep. It's like, no, nah, you just bat it away one after the other. But Mason just invites you for a podcast and you just, you just open the kimono, as they say. Lonnie Walker, the fourth and the mid-level exception. It just, it's a shocker. <laughs> see, there you go. You know, one thing that actually you and I should do one of these days. I don't know if you would do it. Try it. If if we did a if we did a podcast, goes for as long as it goes, but we get a couple drinks in us too. Like we're just drinking a little bit, sipping on something, and we do our own little podcast. Hey, that would be pretty what fun. What are we talking about? We could structure it a little bit, but I don't think it has to be all that structured either. We just kind of go with wherever you go. How much are we drinking? As many drinks as you and I want to have. We have a bottle of bourbon sitting in the middle. I pour you one, you pour me one, and we just kick back, have a conversation. <laughs> it's apparently not going to be at your house because I'm not invited there. <laughs> February. We'll go, we'll go to Mason's. Well, no, look, the football season's about to start, so we can't do it before football season. We're getting closer to the bro. start of football. Once football's over, hopefully around mid-Feb, right, the, the Rams make another Super Bowl run. That's the date you've targeted, by the way. Yeah. Mid-Feb is the yeah. date that you've targeted. Yeah, well, Super Bowl's second week in Feb. You do I'd know like, you and I'd like to have to work that When day. this conversation originally started, I think Amanda was sitting here too. So you Amanda's invited sitting here again. You invited She's your invited. boss. Yeah, and Berg about everybody. a year and a half ago. Yeah, I've still never Funches set it up. And Taylor and everybody. Everybody's welcome. We just got to find a date. We just we just got to figure out the schedules what the are just is. really conflicting. Hey, look, I don't make the NFL schedule. You don't make the Lakers do schedule. I just you know we we work when we can work. There's yeah. only so many things that you can do. Only so much you can do. Yeah. Lakers play mid-Feb a lot. A lot of when's the All Star break? Maybe we'll try to combine the two things together. You just do it the week before the All Star. Ah, <laughs> uh, we just missed it. Well, don't you usually go on vacation during the All Star break? You kind, of, you, you kind of refresh. You get you know, been doing four, three and a half Laker games a week. I get a good little La Paz refresher. By the way, feels like a good time to have a taco. Party. I've never, I've never taken time off during that break, the All Star break. And I think one time I'm looking. You know, they'll send out the schedule, and it will say who's off. And yeah. I just saw John was off for like a week. I'm like. That's the greatest idea I've ever seen in my life. Take it off during the All-Star break. It's a good way to do it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You know who has been an absolute revelation for the Dodgers the last couple of weeks? I think I know who you're talking about. Trace Thompson. Yeah, he has. He has been such a good addition for them. 
A, he comes in because Mookie, Mookie gets hurt, mm-hmm. so they need an extra outfield. Now Chris Taylor is hurt. He's got the bad foot, so who knows how long he's going to be out. We know that Trace can play the outfield. You know that he can run. But the question has always been with him, can he hit enough to stay in the big leagues? He's hitting enough out, and it opens up a world yeah, of possibilities. If he can continue to play like that, you can use Gavin Lux as a DH, who's a, you know not a great defender, but is a really good offensive player this He's year. Hitting. It allows you to just move so many other guys around. He has been an incredibly valuable addition. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise, too. I, I don't think anybody thought he'd have this much production, certainly with the bat. And, you know, our connection with it, too, it's every time I see him at the plate. Remember, um, and I know you remember, Heather Thau used to work with us. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. So, and I'm looking, she sends out a tweet. This was, when did he hit his uh, three-run homer? Two, three days ago. Something like that, right? So, she's at the game, and I'm just looking at Twitter, and she tags at Champagne and Nuts. (laughs) You know, she worked, obviously, with Michael for a long time. Sure. There is this connection with Michael and seeing what he's doing. Dodgers need him, right? Like, what he's doing, they need. And you, you take a little bit of a risk when you bring him in. And he's obviously a stage of his career where it's so critical right now for him to be productive and, and give himself an opportunity with the Dodgers. But there's the connection with Mike. I was thinking about this. You, you were telling me this morning, you're like, we got to talk about him. We got to talk yeah. about what Trace is doing. But can you imagine, like, just, just for a quick second there, Michael was just at a parade up in the Bay Area watching the Golden State Warriors win an NBA championship. His son w- wins his fourth NBA championship. And now he is watching his other son, Play for the Los Angeles Dodgers and doing what he's doing. It's got to be pretty special. So, Trace got another big hit last night. Drove in a, a run in late in the game, and I texted Michael. Just said, Trace is on fire, right? Just just little – that's it, right? Trace on fire emoji, right? <laughs> Hope they keep him all year long. I want to go to another parade in November. Yeah, why not? Sure. little NBA action in June, yeah. little Dodger parade in November. But it, And these are not Dodgers. parades to go as a fan. No, he's not this in the crowd. Your, Woo-hoo! Your Chris Taylor, <laughs> way to go. JT, love you, buddy. Hey, hey, look, it's Reyes Maranta. Look at him. Wow. Wow, look at that. No, he's got a kid on the is that team. Gratterall? <laughs> yeah, it Gratterall. is. Gratterall. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Is. Okay, here's my Dodger thing for the day. You ready? Yeah. They're exactly what we thought they were going to be. They're just doing it slightly differently. The, the whole idea was Dodgers are going to have the best team in baseball. Dodgers are going to compete for a World Series. Dodgers are going to run away and hide in this division. The Dodgers have all-stars all over the field. Yep. Bum, 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 bum. And when we look at it, it's this, oh, well, they're not this. that Guys, they're five and a half games up in their division. Mm-hmm. Okay, They're going to win this division by double-digit games at minimum, right? It's probably going to be 12, 15 games. They're a lot better than San Diego. They're a lot better than San Francisco. And it's going to play out that way. They have the best record in the National League. The Yankees are doing crazy stuff over in the AL, and the Astros are really, really good. So those are the two teams with better records, but they're on the other half of the draw. But just because it's not Bueller, just because it's not Kershaw exclusively, because you're getting work from Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin, Gavin Lux is swinging a hot bat, the results are exactly what we were hoping for. It's just coming from slightly different people, and it feels like everybody's like, oh, what's wrong with them? Nothing. Well, I, They're I, the best team in the National League comfortably. They went through a stretch a couple weeks ago, you can say, where they're playing okay baseball. And I think it's okay to also call them out when there's a, they had a one-and-a-half game lead on the Padres 10 days ago or something mm-hmm. like that. They're now in a great stretch. The Padres and the Giants are completely falling apart. And I think you know what you're saying today – 
is much more relevant. But I think it's also okay ten days ago to say, hey, expecting a little bit more, a little bit of a, um, a little bit more of a gap in the NOS. That gap is now starting to grow, and I don't think they're going to turn back. They're they're not. Mookie is an MVP candidate. Trey Turner is an MVP candidate. Tony Gonsolin is a Cy Young Award win- uh, candidate as well. Tyler Anderson's the, been Tyler great. Anderson's been good. The only question is Kimbrel. And we'll see. There's some time. They, they got another month or so to figure this out, to figure out the trade deadline. They may have to figure some, But everything other than that, it's different people, but the results are exactly what we thought that they were going to be. Lonnie Walker, new member of the Los Angeles Lakers, scheduled to join us coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I don't know if it's because I was off or just some yeah. things that got stacked up over the last several days, but I'm getting a little, as my wife and daughter like to say, they're spilling a little tea, right? We're, we're, we're spilling the tea. I get, Getting on the get, inside there. Yeah, just getting, feeling the feel the room the the, the environment the office and welcome I'm in a good back mood. buddy i feel great welcome freaking back <laughs> look at the smile on my face don't i look refreshed did you try the new coffee or no i did that's it what i tried it no response you you asked me if i tried it and i said i tried it I thought you were gonna say you it's know fine you loved it uh it was fine. starbucks is in trouble downstairs no, i wouldn't go that far it's fine it was it was hot they and may it not was make strong, it and that's what i'm looking for and it worked these they, these are the things that I'm working for. I just wanted to know uh, what else was going on around here. Did, did you kind of stay above the fray, or did you get in there and start throwing haymakers? No, I was I was in the middle of it. This time, by trying to be a good person, yeah, well, I came out looking a bad person. Look, this, see, you're, you know what you are? You're going to be that guy that gets, like, there's going to be a confrontation somewhere, right? That two people are going to have an argument, and it's going to escalate, and you're going to be the voice of reason. Right, and, and you're gonna I'm going to get hit by both guys <laughs> exactly. that you're on gonna, accident. You're going to come in there and say, fellas, hey, what are we arguing? And then you're yep. going to get shanked by one and yep. shot by the other. And the other one, <laughs> that's good. Not, I'm and all, get, you're, all you're trying to do is be nice. Not, I'm going to get hit across the face with a punch. I'm going to get shanked, shanked by one of yes. them. Well, they're getting ready to do it to each other, and you got in the way. <laughs> you just you step back and go, eh, hope that doesn't escalate any yeah. further. That feels that Well, feels that escalated quickly. <laughs> Right. Right. All right. Um, so with the Dodgers, we were talking about this a second ago. Yep. When you look at what Craig Kimbrell is doing at the back end of that game, mm-hmm. and, and he's I know he took that line drive off the back. So he's been out for a few days while he gets squared away with his with his health. I, and I'm not saying it's good that he got hit, but I'm saying it's probably not terrible timing that he gets a few days to kind of just 
you know, I agree with you. Refresh, recharge, yeah. and kind of recalibrate where he is in all this. Because, and Davis said, you know, no hesitation. He's going to be the closer. Yeah, I do you. I saw that too, Al. Mm-hmm. I, why? And and he said, Dave Roberts said, well, you know, he's, he's earned kind of it. Earned it, yeah. Okay, here. He hadn't heard it. No, here. not with the Dodgers. What do I, look, if, if if Clayton Kershaw went to the Texas Rangers for $80 trillion and goes out there and goes 2-12, and 12, the yeah. Ranger fans aren't going to be like, well, you know, with the Dodgers, nobody could get a hit. Who, they don't care. I don't care what he did in Boston. I don't care what he did in Chicago or Atlanta. I can I, explain it to you. I care what he did here, and so far he's been really mediocre. I can explain to you. It's the right thing to say, which is why he said it. But do I think that he's not thinking right now as is – the Dodger organization in the front office say, fellas, we might have an issue here. We might have an issue of closing out games. We might have it. By the way, you know, the Kimbrell piece is one thing, but it's the fact that you also lost Blake Trinan mm-hmm. when you did, that that was supposed to really kind of be your guy. Hey, if you got an issue, Trinan, not just the setup Tommy guy. Tommy too, came up, went right back down again. So I, I think that. Canely. I could never get that guy. I think we would be crazy to think that they don't think it's an issue because they're playing really good baseball and the bigger the expectations are, the more you kind of see, hey, this is a time where they can really kind of stretch and run away with the division. You also start looking at weaknesses. That's one of their weaknesses. You know, it's it, it, it's the weakness, mm-hmm. right? They're pretty deep. Or the strongest they're, of the weaknesses. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty deep. They've got a lot of guys who can play a lot of different positions. They hit home runs. They're, they're doing better. Justin Turner's coming around. Muncie had another good night last night. The, the, these are very positive indicators. What, what did you hear me say? about Kenley Jansen over and over and over again last year and the year before that, too. There was always a feeling when he came in. There was a feeling mm-hmm. of that this is not – he's not just going through as loud outs. He's nibbling. He's yep. not coming into the strike zone. And when he does, there's loud contact. Watch the outs that Kimbrell's getting. Hmm. They're hard-hit balls. They're balls to the warning track. They are really squared up. This is – Kenley – when Kenley got it figured out last year, Right, remember the beginning of the year, you had that giant series, kind of halfway point. You're like, oh boy, what are we going to do here? And all of a sudden, he started to pitch a lot better. And even when he would have a game where he didn't pitch great, it was a little flare. It was a bad hop. It was an error. He wasn't getting tattooed all over the yard. Craig Kimball's getting hit hard mm. now. That that that's that that's not just a blue save. Guy hit a home run. It's when the outs are really loud and guys are in there getting really good swings off of you. That's a big problem, and that's that's the part that's scary to me. But let me kind of put it this way. If you look at every team's flaws, every team has so many of them. Or they got, you know, even the ones that are, even if you're the Atlanta Braves or either St. Louis Cardinals, the Milwaukee Brewers, teams that are in the mix, you know, that you think are going to make the postseason. The Dodgers' flaw that they have, um, I, I'd be very curious by the time, what's the trade deadline is like End August, yeah, it, something it's like about that, August 2nd, 3rd, something like yeah. that. I'd be curious to see if they make some type of move to address that or if they feel like, we'll just get some guys healthy. Once they get healthy, we'll take our chances. Because I, they don't have that many weaknesses, and from a lineup perspective, a lot of guys are starting to turn things around. Eventually, you assume Bueller's going to come back, so they're going to get even more helping, more help with that starting pitching. We'll see what happens. August 2nd is the trade deadline, okay. so you got a little bit less than a month. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of guys. Yeah. And when when you start looking at who they have, because, look, if you could – unring the bell and bring Kenley back, you probably would at this point because he's pitched better than Kimbrell. But odds are you're probably going to have to either use Kimbrell and hope for the best 
or kind of do what the Dodgers did a couple of years ago, which was when Kenley finally, when Dave, Dave Roberts in the middle of the Tampa series basically mm-hmm. had that, I can't do this anymore. I, 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 we're in the World Series. We're really close. I don't trust him anymore. We got, and that's when they had Julio Rios pitch the end of games yeah, and yeah. Yep. trying and get it to him. What are their options for that right now? Right? Because when, when, when you look at, think, think about who pitched last night. Gratterall pitched the ninth inning. He got, and he was fine. You know, it was, it was a pretty clean inning. But he doesn't give you this feeling sure of. Sure doesn't. Yep. Who else do you have out there? You've got uh, Reyes Morata, was out there. Right? Mm-hmm. Who's not that guy? You've got Evan Phillips, probably not that guy. You've got Vezia, not that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not have plan B in your bullpen mm-hmm. right now. That, that's the, the, the Dodger teams the past few years with Trinan, with some of these other guys that they could use. Urias, you had some optionality there that just doesn't exist anymore. I think you're going to see them pull the trigger on somebody. They, they, uh, I think there's one thing that we've always known. When they have an issue, they address it. I think this will be something that they need to. They'll address it. You know what they need to address? What's that? Ken, Clayton Kershaw starting the All-Star game. I know it's not his decision. I know it's not the Dodgers' decision. You think, okay, right now if you've got to make a prediction, will he be starting the All-Star game? I think he will. I think he will, too. I, I think the only reason he would not, I think, is if... He gets if, blasted two, two straight starts? No, if he just says, I, guys, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I think that's entirely uh, his way to do it. All right, as promised, Slee, one of the newest members of the Los Angeles Lakers, Lonnie Walker joining us right now. Lonnie, how are you feeling today? I'm doing great in yourself. Fantastic. Welcome to Los Angeles. And let's start with the obvious question right here. What made you decide that you wanted to be a Los Angeles Laker? Um, you know, just, just the opportunity. Um, you know, I I knew what it was heading for. I know what they're trying to get to, and that's to win the championship. And I, I was all in for it. Lonnie, I'm, I'm curious. Um, your skill set, what you bring to the table, how do you think you're going to be able to help the Lakers get back into that playoff picture, get back into that mix in the Western Conference. What do you, what do you think you'll be able to bring to the table? Um, just defense and energy. Uh, you know, playing alongside with Russ and LeBron and AD, um, I'm just here to be a sponge and do whatever they need me to do for the team to win. Um, so if that's the guard, you know, one through three, you know, guarding the best defender, um, I'm just here to be, you know, the, the ener- energetic bunny, um, play great defense, and um ready for, you know, the open shots that I'll be given. Lonnie, when, when, when does that happen for a player like yourself, the, the idea of, you know what, my lane in this league is to be the guy that defends the best player. My lane in this league is to be the energizer bunny. I'll make my shots when I'm given an opportunity to take them, but that's how I'm going to make my bones in this league. When, do, when does that light go on for a player? Uh, well, you know, it, it all depends on the situation that you're in and whatnot, but that's something that was instilled in me when I was with the Spurs. You know, Coach Fox has always told me how great of a defender I could be if I put in the work, if I if I was you know determined to do what I do that side of the, that aspect of the game. So um, coming into the Lakers and being with such a prestigious team and having the players that we have on this team, um, I know what is given, you know, and I know what I can stand out and help as much as I can, and that would be defense, you know. And I know that um, given the the opportunity, you know, the more and more I play defense, you know, the offense will come later down the road. Lonnie, you're, you're 23 years old, and LeBron James is about to go into his 20th season in the NBA. I'm just curious, you know, growing up, um, what players that y- you watched around the league, what, what is it have you kind of sat back and thought about what it's going to be like playing for or playing with one of the greatest to ever do it? I mean, it's, it's still surreal to me right now. Um, I, I can't even lie to you. 
um, growing up, you know, Allen Iverson, since I'm from Pennsylvania, Allen Iverson was my favorite player growing up. But right next to him was LeBron. You know, any team that LeBron went to, I was rooting for that team. You know, I was a diehard fan. So to kind of be in this position, um, you know, going into his 20th season, you know, I was two, three years old when he entered the league. So to be given the opportunity to play with one of with the greatest of all time, I mean, I, I truly can't even explain how excited I am to just, you know, win and, and, and play alongside with him. Newest member of the Lakers, Lonnie Walker, joining us right now. Have you had your uh... – Welcome to Los Angeles moment. Have you gotten in and out? Have you had a bacon wrapped hot dog? Have you had that quintessential LA? How can we help yet? you with food, Lonnie? <laughs> How can we help you? I, I I do need to hook up with the food. I, I've okay. been lost in the sauce since I've been here. I got in tacos. I don't know if that counts. Oh sure. What'd you yeah, get? The tacos. Uh, I got some El Pastor tacos. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, I kind of forgot where I got them from, but I'm still trying to figure it all out. You know, I'm new, I'm new to this LA lifestyle. Al Pastor tacos are a very good start. My suggestions, Lonnie, get get to In and Out. Just kind of figure your way through that okay. menu, and then you know, just after after a game one night, walk out and grab one of those bacon wrapped hot dogs outside of the arena. You'll be you'll be all L.A. You know what? You you've just influenced me. I think I'm I'm going to get some In and Out today. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think I'm going to get some In and Out today for sure. Right. Do you yeah. like chilies? Do you like Do you like spicy? I love all food. Okay, so at In-N-Out, off the secret menu, they have chopped chilies that they'll put on your burger. Trust me on this one. Whatever you decide to get, have them add the chopped chilies. You'll be pleased. Chopped chilies. Lonnie, but don't tell – listen, the, some of the advice Travis – Yeah, I was going to say, some of the advice <laughs> Travis has given you, I'm not sure the nutritionist and the front office wants to see you eat. Lonnie, you're in the foods. NBA. You can run it off in an afternoon. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know who's the good influence or bad influence. <laughs> You both sound good influences to me. Well, listen, man, we are uh, we're excited to see you. You know, obviously here with the Los Angeles Lakers. I know there's, as there always is with the Lakers, there's always high expectations. I'm I'm just curious to get your thoughts on this. When you're playing for a franchise like the Lakers, and you know what comes with it, um, what what's on your mind this upcoming season? How, how do you feel like a team like this that always has high expectations, all stars on the squad? What what do you feel like this uh, this team will be able to accomplish together? We can accomplish um, whatever we, we set our minds to, to say the least. Um, I think we all have a chance. Um, and just looking at all those banners that are hang, hung up into the facility, you know, and that's to win a championship. Um, so going into this season, um, I think mentally and physically, you know, it's a, it's a different type of uh, intensity as far as working out um, and staying consistent, staying in the gym, um, and, and being ready for one, once those lights turn on. Los Angeles Laker Lonnie Walker joining us here on the Travis and Slewa show. And you mentioned him a second ago, Lonnie. You're talking about uh, your coach in San Antonio, Greg Popovich. Of course, he's, you know, one of the greatest coaches in the history of the NBA. When you got a chance to speak with Coach Ham, what, what kind of jumped out at you about him having, play, you know, played your entire career with one guy? Now you're going to have a different head coach in Darvin Ham. Um, I mean, being able to talk to him is. It's, it's the mentality and how he approached everything. Um, you know, when I first got into his office, um, I read uh, read something that he says he holds very dearly as far as for the Lakers, and that's um, accountability, competitiveness, and um, togetherness. And, um, you know, I know what it means, you know, as far as being with the team, playing for the team, and, and doing what's best for the team. So um, I think we all have the same end goal, and that's to just win a championship. You know, um, talking to him, you know, he's like, oh, we're, 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 we're going to push the limit. We're going to push the envelope. And um, that's all I wanted within myself and, and for the team as well. 
Lonnie Walker, newest member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Lonnie, appreciate your time today. Thanks a bunch. Thank you, man. Good luck. Thank you so much. You got it. I like that we uh, talked him into some In-N-Out. That's good. Welcome to L.A. You got to go to In-N-Out when you come to L.A. Well, he got the tacos right out the gate, which is good. Good choice, too. You told him to grab a bacon-wrapped hot dog at the end of a game, just in the middle of... In your uniform. Yeah, in your uniform. Yeah, just (laughs) four minutes left to go in the game. Start working your way out. Finish the game. Well, I'm just saying that... Three, two, one. Here's the problem. uh, Grilled onions and peppers. If you don't do it right away, now you're going to kind of be waiting in line. So if you get out a couple minutes before... Your thinker. Just saying. No cash. Bring your uh, Zelle or your Venmo. They, uh, they they like to do it electronically now. That's I still the pay way. by check. Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about, yeah. you know, they, they've got him, and all of a sudden, you know, pieces well, there's are a, starting there's to a, come together. There's a big difference, too, between last year's offseason compared to this year, and he's a perfect example of just from an age perspective how much younger the Lakers got. All right, we'll talk about that coming up next. And right now, you're going to want to call right now for your chance at the Bash for Cash. If you are caller number four, give us the Dodger Angel player that will hit a home run tonight and in which inning. All sorts of prizes ready for you. Call right now. Caller number four. It's Travis Lee. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 710 ESPN. All right, it is time for our Bash for Cash winner for the day. Our winner today is Mike in Orange County. You are today's contestant. Mike, how are you feeling today? Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. Feeling great. You got it, Mike. What's your last name? Garcia. Mike Garcia from Orange County. All right, so here is how it works. You give us your prediction. You pick an Angel or a Dodger, and you tell us which player that you think is going to hit a home run. And if you get the inning right, you're also going to get $100. You get All-Star Futures tickets, Celebrity Softball Game, and Extra Innings Concert featuring Becky G. Who you got? Okay, sounds great. I'll take Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. Okay. Good choice. That's a good choice. Pretty good choice, Lee. Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. Mike Garcia from Orange County. So, Mike, I'll uh, I'll cross my fingers for you that Freddie goes deep in the fourth inning, and you will get all of that. Again, you get tickets, All-Star Futures game, the Celebrity Softball game, and extra innings featuring – or extra innings concert featuring Becky G for MLB All-Star Saturday night out. Yeah, uh, better than yesterday's pick. They trade Turner in the second. That would be very unlikely. You'd have to score six runs in the first yeah, they'd have to, to get to trade to, in the second. We, they'd have to get turn that lineup over a bunch of times yeah. without hitting a home run. That's not, right. Not only do you have to put six runs on the board to get mm-hmm. him around again, but you'd have to do it without hitting a Here jack. Here was the problem, too, is you know, once he gave the answer and BK was like, gave me a look, like, uh, Al, that's probably not going to happen. Like, what do you want me to tell the guy? 
you already guessed, I can't like I can't give him advice of what inning he should pick. Any of the three first Dodgers are good picks. You got to go the first inning, yep. right? Just because, you yeah, know, whatever. You know they're going to hit. Yeah, in you that go Mookie, Freddie, or it's the only inning you can mm-hmm. really guarantee that those guys will hit in that inning. After that, it's kind of a crapshoot, yeah, right? You don't know exactly when it's going to be. All three of those can pop it, and then you got two of the guys for the Angels. You got Trout and Otani in the first inning. Yeah, that's that's got game theory strategy people. right there. Game theory people. You, do you want to see Becky G or not? What were you doing, Alani? What do you mean? I mean, this guy's going to – he's going to end up having a conversation with Palenka in a month, and they're going to be talking about his diet. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That did nothing for you. <laughs> You're yeah. not yeah. – yeah, What's the problem? I, he lives in Los Angeles. By the way – By the way, I like his personality. I was I, – can I, can I be honest? Yeah. I was a little worried when I asked him. I said, you know, the quintessential Olimo, the, the food. And, you, and he goes, well, I had some tacos. And when I said to him, "What did you have?" Oh no, that's a good answer. That that's, it was a great answer. Yep. It was it was a perfect answer. I don't know exactly where, but I had some al pastor tacos. That's a really good, yep. authentic way. I was afraid we were going to get a Taco Bell, a, a little taco moment. Did bean and right. cheese? It was really good. But I was thinking we were going to okay, get a little. I chain. think I know why. San Antonio, you know, played a few years there. You got some got some good Mexican food out there. Yeah, yeah, different it was, style, but it's the, the taco answer. Like I'm not really a Jersey guy. But Lonnie Walker with the Al Pastor tacos, maybe that's the the direction that I'm headed. New I'm just saying. Player and we'll on put, the Lakers. What, I, do you know his new jersey number by chance? Do you know what uh, jersey number he's going to have? I'm not sure. No. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm just going to put Al Pastor on the top. That way, it'll work no matter what happens after that. Well, I will tell you this. Um, number four, French. There you go. Yeah. All right. How much different? And I, listen, I don't know what each one of these guys are going to do that they went out and signed. But I, I will say that how much different is this offseason than last offseason? Do you remember last offseason where it was um, Trevor Ariza, DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony? Uh, who am I missing in the Russell mix? Russell Westbrook. Even forget the Russ piece of it. They signed all these guys, you know, these kind of minimum contracts, whatever the case uh-huh. is, and everyone was Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. Okay, This year it's Troy Brown Jr. He's 22. Uh, Lonnie Walker is 23. Juan Toscano-Anderson, the oldest of the group, is 29. And then uh, Damian Jones, who's uh, 27. So just right out the gate, the Lakers got a lot younger. And I'm not telling you that any of these signings are big time, and I'm not saying that they're going to have a huge impact. But I think young legs, fresh legs, a, a coach that will probably push these guys like no tomorrow, you're better off with that than I think you were with so many of the vets. And a lot of the names that I named off last season – Still did not sign with a team. Well, yeah, Carmelo, I, Dwight, Trevor, all those guys. There, it, it's what I was saying. Going back to when they acquired Russell Westbrook last year, and and, and to a lesser degree, all the other guys that you mentioned right there. There are two ways to do this. There is, I can create an NBA all-star museum with all these guys that are going to the Hall of Fame and made all these all-star games and have played in super important games, but that are well past their expiration dates. Mm-hmm. Now, not, not, not that they can't play, but the Carmelo Anthony for the Lakers was not Carmelo Anthony with the Nuggets and the Knicks. Sure, he's, sure. Just, he's just not the same player yeah. anymore. And you could say the same thing about a lot of those guys. They went last year was a let's collect a roster full of names. They're going to go, they got Carmelo Anthony. Wow. You've got Dwight Howard. Wow. You've got DeAndre Jordan. Wow. These are big names, right? These are names that are far less recognizable to a casual NBA fan. Yeah. 
that probably fit roles a lot better than what they did. That this, this this is more of a let's build a team, let's fill some needs, let's be younger, faster, fresher, presumably more durable, less injury prone because they're younger players. And this is a way to build a collection of a team as opposed to a museum of former All Stars. You know what? It's going to still eventually come down to. How many games does AD AD play? (laughs) That's what's eventually. And and by the way, is this? I'm going to try to find this. um, Windhorse on Twitter. I want to read this off because this is going to also be a part of the conversation that we'll continue to have. Is will this eventually go down? I mean, will the Lakers eventually get uh, Kyrie Irving or not? And I think if they don't get him, you know, part of me believes that I don't know how much of a difference, depending on how many games AD plays and everything else. I worry about the position that the Lakers will be in, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Would he give it one in twenty? Think for Kyrie comes? Oh no, I think it's much better than that. Oh, you do? Yeah, I really do. What is it? Um, I think it's at this point, I'd be a little surprised if he didn't come. So you think I would it's say more likely than not that he's here? Fifty-fifty that he's a Laker. Yeah, I definitely. I actually, and I, and I don't know if there's. I think with a lot of the stuff and the rumors why and the do you, conversation, why do you think it's so likely? I don't think they want him. I think Brooklyn. the Lakers, Brooklyn doesn't want him. I think the Lakers will do. You can posture as much as you want, but I think they will. They will do what they need to do to try something different, and, and maybe that's not good enough to happen. Maybe. You know, maybe the Lakers sit back and say, you know what, we can't just give up these two first-rounders on top of – maybe it just doesn't happen. But you tell me another scenario that the Lakers are in. You use the word – I don't even think we were on air. And I used this word yesterday on the Lakers – or on doing Lakers talk. Desperate. Yeah. Well, they're desperate to be a lot better than they were a year ago. They're desperate to be in the mix. They're desperate to maximize the end of LeBron James's impact as a high-level player. They're desperate to find a way to make the deals that they've made with both Washington and with New Orleans look more palatable as we get further away from them. There's a lot of desperation. And and, and it's not like Russ is – he's an expiring contract. It's not like they're in a position where they're really going to learn anything new. I I think they'll try to do what they can to make it happen. All right, the dump is coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Emily just said this to me. This is pretty great. Apparently Aaron Rodgers got his first tattoo. Um, and it is about what you would expect from Aaron Rodgers, I think. It's, it's a cowboy very, logo. It's it's not a cowboy logo. It looks kind of like an astrological chart. It's mm. got an, an eye, not eyes, a single eye. It's got two lions in profile. It's got like a compass thing going on. There's there's a lot of things here. It looks like the Big Dipper at one point. It's very pretentious. I, I don't know what it, that it feels like. He's trying really hard to tell me something. I just yeah. don't know what it is. Here you go, Al. What do you think of that? I are got you, it right here. What do you think? Makes you all the sense that? to me. Okay, take me through it. What is uh, that? I mean, Why are those overlapping you have circles? One lion looking at another lion. It's showing that he has power and he has calmness. Oh, all in the same. The okay. eye is. I always have an eye on you, 
and I swear if you look at me the wrong way, you freaking watch out. Is that a math equation in the upper left corner? The, I feel like there's like some algebra yep, going on. The math equation there. is their life is full of equations. You just have to figure it out. And then the bottom part is it's a fan. Do you yeah, see the fan? Well, I, okay, now that you say it's you know what I thought it was when it looked like a bird spreading its wings, nope. but that could be a fan. No, I think it's There's a, fan. a seascape right above the bird. Yep, that is you look out towards the sunset and at any moment the waves could be calm or they could be powerful. <laughs> by, by the way, where, where has your art interpretation skills been my entire life? This is terrific. You're, so you're really it helping. It really me. does kind of speak for itself. Why are there like one, two, there's six overlapping circles in the middle? What's that all about? Well, the circles in the middle, it's actually incredibly easy to describe that one as we are people within a solar system. And okay. each one of the solar systems represent your personality. And as you go further and further. And <laughs> I'm, by the way, this is my favorite thing that you've ever done. I'm going to keep asking you questions about this. I, there's there's, there's uh, like a pyramid without a top. What's a pyramid that's flat on the top called? Because there's one of those in there, too. Like where, see where it is. I need to see the, it the circles. See where the circles are in the middle. Yeah, right underneath that is the pyramid that doesn't have a top. Well, are you not seeing it? The shaded side. Like this means that he's in the Illuminati. That eye. That yep. could be it. Yeah. I just do. This is from all my research on YouTube. When I go into the deep hole. <laughs> yeah. That's is, from. is this where it comes with? Uh, How are you today? Or whatever that, that message you? was you sent me. Today is National Fried Chicken Day, Slee. If you That's could a only, good day. Oh, who doesn't like That's fried chicken? That's a good it's, freaking it's day. It's terrific. You, the, there's a pole platter, all the yeah. pieces. What are the? What are you grabbing? Let's thigh. say you get two, two thigh. Okay, one thigh. What's the second piece? Um, I'll go leg. It's a good. It's a good choice, and, and I, I think, think it's that's more it for is. just like, especially because it's fried. Yeah, like there's something about Crispy, just holding salty. and yeah. But see the thing again. Some of there's a lot of sinew in there. There's a lot of things that you'd really rather not have. It's okay. That the, it's fried. the wing down there is pretty good. Oh, the wing's amazing. The breast is the one that none of us really want to Here's the thing. It's a little dry. Uh, it is a little dry, but it is still a great piece. You're just going up against. It's like trying to rank the top five best players in the NBA. Somebody's got to get left out. <laughs> All right. Somebody's got to get left out. Today is Manny Machado's 30th birthday. He's having a, an MVP caliber yeah, season. He, he got hurt and, and, and missed some time along the way. Dodger fans really hate, hate him. him. They it's fascinating him. to me. Every time he comes up, he gets hit with booze like he was on the Astros in 2017. Why do you think that much? You know, we're talking about overrated. We're, we're talking about Forrest Gump or mm -hmm. whatever. Case. Do you think there's too much hatred for Machado? Does it justify that much hatred for him? I don't get it. I, I know that he plays a little dirty. Yeah. I know that he does some things. I know that he says some things. I know that he was chirping at the Dodgers in the yeah. postseason a couple years That's ago. Right. But I don't know. It just—it doesn't. Fans, don't it's forget. not Jose Altuve. It's not Greg yeah. uh, Greg Bregman or Berg Bregman. He gets more Alex Bregman. Greg Bergman, Alex Bregman. Yep. I'll get it figured out. He gets more hate than probably some of those Astro players do. The Astros are good again. That's they a are problem. good again. They're going to win a World Series. It's going to happen. That those guys, Bregman and and Altuve, Correa's gone now. Yep. But those guys are going to get one, and they're going to have the last laugh, and I'm I'm not going to be able to tolerate it. But he does get uh, – Machado definitely gets a lot of hate. But can I read one – I was talking about the quote from Windhorse yeah. on the Kyrie LA talks. No one is bidding against the Lakers for Kyrie. The 76ers and Mavericks were mentioned, and that was shut down immediately. There's no reason for LA to put everything on the table. This could drag out. Just have to be patient. Yeah. Right? Let the, eventually, it's like selling anything else. You've got to be willing to walk away mm -hmm. and get what you want. 
right? And, that, and that's what it feels like. But because, you did that with your used car, and what happened? Yeah, Ireland, we're going to talk about that in a second here. My my fleet of cars that I have are dying <laughs> at, a, at a rapid clip. So I, I we're and, now looking for more than one. Yes, they, oh, they, they are they are dropping okay. off at an, an alarming. I may have to get involved again. I like <laughs> it as a fleet of cars. Like well, you have a used three. car lot. We got three. <laughs> we got it. We're, we're hammering through the three that we got right now. It is Sylvester Stallone's seventy sixth birthday. Best Sylvester Stallone movie that does not include the Rocky franchise is. I was going to say Rocky Four. <laughs> okay, that's why um, I eliminated it. What? What's wrong with you two? What? No, I. I what do you mean? What we do I mean? What's wrong with you? It's an oh, easy I answer. Rocky Rambo made yes. like a billion dollars. Yeah. It's it's First Blood. That the first Rambo movie, which was not called Rambo, which was First Blood, was amazing. Okay, between that and Rocky Four, which one's better? <laughs> Rocky Four is underrated, Sliwa. Well, I don't know Rocky why you're Four disparaging so it. No, I love the, appear- the first whoa, whoa, whoa. appearance of Yvonne Drago. Rocky that's a classic. That's my movie. favorite one. How is it underrated? It's terrible. What? Whoa, it is whoa, not whoa, terrible. Whoa, whoa. It's terrible. <laughs> Wait, did, did we do <laughs> this already? Yes. Rocky was it with Four yes. is the yes. best one. Not close. No. I'm with you. No. Not, not close. If I could change, <laughs> you could change. That we all could change. Training montage. Training montage in that, in the mountains. It's the United States versus Russia. Apollo dies. If he dies, we just became he dies. a political first show. All, first of all, the, he killed Apollo Creed it's in the, the only ring. Rocky that matters. The yes. Rocky ended His the Cold War. His manager's crying while yes. he's yes. throwing in the towel. Finally, Duke. Brigitte Nielsen only got Brigitte, the job because she was dating Sylvester Stallone. By the way, at the you guys height all of done her, yelling, can I tell you at why the it sucks? Height of nope. her attractiveness. <laughs> no, we're giving you all the reasons it doesn't suck. <laughs> Let me give you the reasons that it does. Yates just mentioned the training montage. The best. Going to need you to be a little more specific because there are five in the movie. Exactly. I was doing sit-ups the whole time. It did nothing. The original workout jam. A movie that has five training montages is not a movie. I bought an ab roller after that movie. I watched it while using an ab roller. I mean, come on. It is awful. Oh, Such a good movie. Drago, good character, but they don't use him. He just he kills. Uh, they used him just Apollo. enough. No, they got a guy who looks just like Gorbachev, who sits there with the disgusting look That's on his face, right. and then he gives movie. him the standing O at the end. I just it's. I don't How know. about when he's on? Was it By a treadmill way, and he's all wired up, and you're like, this guy's not human. Why did he go from having brain damage? To mm-hmm. not having brain damage. Who, who are you talking Rocky, about? Rocky. In the first one, okay. he's clearly punchy. Yeah. By the time we get to Rocky Four, he's a statesman. Yep. By the time we circle back around to when Tommy Gunn is involved, he's punchy again. Yeah. And now when he's training Apollo's kid, he's like some wise old sage. We need to pick a lane on where I think Rocky you is need mentally. to rewatch Rocky Four and you'll yeah, change. You are we'll change your Rocky no, four, I am man. fully properly rated Rocky Four. Awful. Wow. Awful. Just not good at all. It is time for a little super crosstalk. KSBN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CF 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So... What did I miss yesterday? Apparently, a we're, lot. we're, we're, yeah, there we're a lot. A trading lot. people around here now. Well, your, part, different your people. partner let go of Emily like it was a poker game. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So take me through it. Trying I, to I, help somebody survive, a of and I'm going to end up drowning. How did we get to where... <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, like, that's why they give you that little buoy so you don't right. go down yeah. with it. You put, put your give own the... oxygen mask on first before <laughs> yep. you help another. Right? So what happened? So Bergman decided to go on with Sedano and Cap on Thursday. He didn't work Friday. Okay. Um, he decided to go on Sedano and Cap Thursday and basically announced that Mason and I don't know how to interview anymore. Okay. He used those words, anymore. They anymore. don't ask good well, at questions least you did at one point. anymore. Okay. <laughs> The, the, and and like Mason and I of of all things are are highly confident. We'll put our interview skills up against anybody, and certainly up against Sedano and Cap, who okay. Bergman decided were way better than us. Again, his words, way better <laughs> that you guys would have fun with Key. They just don't, and that's why I don't want to have any guests. And so we decided. We don't want him producing the show. The problem is. That escalated in a hurry. Say, the, quick, the problem <laughs> is, Travis. Not let's have a meeting. He's yeah, like, no, he's let's out. talk this he's out. You, you leave. Yeah, no, wait a minute. So if, if you guys found out that your producer was not booking guests because he didn't think you two knew how to interview people, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want that producer maybe to produce someone else? <laughs> Now well, here's our problem. Do you think he came? Do you think like Bird was listening to our Lonnie Walker interview and is like, "I thought we did a pretty good job." Yeah. Now here's the thing. Yeah, we're stuck with him because Slee didn't. He didn't know he didn't have the authority to trade Emily. <laughs> Nobody even asked Emily. She didn't. She didn't want to go. And then Jorge came in and said, "He Jorge doesn't want to work with Emily. He doesn't like her." Okay. Well, this so, is wow. so this, this is thing, getting dark. Okay, well, now yeah. I've heard. Not, yeah, this is not I know. Yet. Where did that? Come from? Yeah. Why? Why does Jorge is Jorge in here yet? I know other people no. don't like me, but it's. Fine. I know. I, I, I had no idea Emily. there was even an issue. I like you, Emily. I Emily. I tried to trade for you, and Sliwa well, gave you up pretty quick. You. So who does have the authority to make these deals? Is it just Amanda? Yeah, but here's the thing. If what we suggested, Greg. what we suggested I was let Greg go, just be the APD. Okay. And give us a producer who you know actually likes us. <laughs> So, but I thought you could inflate it into something so much Greg, bigger. Greg, Greg has informed me that if I go down that road with Amanda, I will hear words like head, head count <laughs> and, uh, and Disney budgets loves that word. and uh, things. Like, so in Greg's mind, it's a non-starter. Now, here's what makes this unique. Personally, Mason and I like Greg a lot. He's a great guy. We just don't want him producing the show anymore. And the problem is we can't trade him because you won't give us Emily, right? If we, right now, Bergman for Emily, right now, would you do it? I think, like all GMs, I'd like to consider every option. <laughs> okay, man, you kind of take the call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, Lindsay, I, I don't, I don't want to make a hasty decision. Mason but, already you know. fired Lindsay, so she wants nothing to do with us. Okay. Right? Well, yeah, that came out too. And, right. So it's like we, we're now stuck with Greg, who we now know doesn't like our interviews. Sort of like the Lakers <laughs> roster here. You yeah, it, it is. That there's a lot of parallels. people around. Yes. Yeah. It's so, not easy. Yeah. So uh, now, I mean, tune in. We'll see how it goes. I know that we, wow. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think. Like they, they do rehab assignments when guys get injured. They send them to the G League. They send them down to the A ball right. to get some to get some innings right. in. Right? right, get a few hacks. I don't yeah. know if like because maybe we you know you mix it up a little bit and then we all realize that we were better off the first way that the grass isn't always greener and we all end up with our original producers and everybody's thrilled. Yeah, I can guarantee you, Mason and I are not. I was going to say, Trust I feel like me. John would be. <laughs> we have, up for we that have one. Made, we've we've decided we're not thrilled, but we don't think can there's Greg, can anything Greg, we can do about sh- it. Short of him deciding to book you interviews and he put, booked two guests today. 